Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. April 27th, 2019, the Havlicek Steals the Ball edition. First up, from Bloomberg, the CFTC recently announced it's going to go after companies for FCPA violations, and now it turns out that they are just doing that as Glencore PLC announced it's under investigation for possible corrupt practices. It's another sign the industry is coming under, coming under intense scrutiny by authorities for business practices in resource-rich countries around the world. There are a multitude of bribery and corruption investigations and jurisdictions ranging from Brazil to the U.S. So it's certainly going to be interesting to see how this uh, might play out. Next up, from Reuters, Petrobras is uh, revisiting uh, the way it treated whistleblowers in the wake of its trading scandal. It's reexamining its treatment of whistleblower complaints after the indictment of six of the state-run oil firm's traders in December indicated that efforts to root out corruption had faltered. Uh, this certainly runs uh, against what Petrobras is trying to do in the wake of the world's perhaps largest uh, corruption scandal ever uh, involving the uh, Brazilian oil giant, whether or not it can uh, change the culture and actually do something, of course, is going to be a question. Uh, Next up, you might wonder about Zion Williamson uh, as a basketball player. Well, you shouldn't wonder about him as a basketball player, but it turns out his name has popped up again, uh, this time in the current ongoing federal trial of a former Adidas consultant um, who mentioned him on a video wiretap in which he discussed spending big bucks on basketball, uh, Williamson specifically, to lure him to Clemson. Uh, Lewis Martin Blazer is a star witness in the ongoing corruption scandal trial against former Adidas executive Merle Code and aspiring sports agent Christian Dawkins. Uh, if you'll recall, Michael Evanetti. Uh, claimed that he had evidence that uh, Duke was trying to or had paid Williamson's family, and that was part of the reason he was trying to shake the company down. And finally, uh, for those who try to do due diligence on Chinese companies, there's an article in the New York Times entitled, Who Owns Huawei? And let me just read what the chief secretary of the company said. It took him 90 minutes to get out. And his explanation boiled down to this. Huawei is owned by a labor union that solicits donations from employees when their colleagues have health problems and the like. The union supervises a basketball uh, club. So when they're, you're doing business in China, uh, first of all, that's horse hockey, that ownership structure. But when you're doing business in China, you have to assume that it's owned by the government. And Huawei is owned by the Chinese government or they're controlled by the Chinese government. Remember Jack Ma, the richest Chinese person ever? Well, he's a Communist Party member. So if you're going to do business in China, you have to assume that it's a Communist Party-controlled company. It is a government-controlled company. Uh, Here we have uh, the labor unions because, of course, the workers own the methods and means of control in China. Have a great weekend. As you may know, we've had several new offerings on the Compliance Podcast Network. One of those includes Popcorn and Compliance, where Jay Rosen and I take a look at compliance through the lens of movies, both current, contemporary movies, and classic movies. 
We recently premiered two new shows on the Compliance Podcast Network in Modern Medium. Paris Fox takes a look at how you go through the process of designing art and why it's so important for the compliance practitioner to utilize these skills in their communications with their uh, employees. In Forensically Speaking, Jonathan Marks helps you understand the forensic side of compliance.